Well, good morning, church. I'm so glad you decided to join us for another new song Saturday. Today, we're looking at a new song called You Cannot Move Be Stopped. Now, this is a really simple song that serves one purpose to remind us of the story of our redemption, which is, by the way, one of the primary purposes of of our corporate worship services. During the week, it's so easy to get lost in the busyness of your day-to-day life and orient yourself around your schedule, where the bad things happen in your life, or even the good things that are happening in your life. Weekly corporate worship services help to reorient our lives, hearts, minds, souls, and strength around the gospel, that being the story of our redemption. Today, I want to take a look at the story of our redemption from maybe a different perspective than you're used to. Friends are trying to hide and steal you away. Try to keep you inside of the grave. The enemy fought you, he tried, but he lost. You cannot be stopped. Revelation John stands before the literal God Almighty in heaven, all the while, God, through his angels, is telling him not just of the end times, but primarily of the here and now through the eyes of heaven. He's giving us a glimpse of how he views our present and our past and what is really going on. And in Revelation 12, God tells us a story that just sound very familiar. This is Revelation 12, 1. A great sign appeared in heaven woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. He's talking about Israel here, the 12 stars, each each representing a tribe. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven. An enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on its heads. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that it might devour her child the moment he was born. She gave birth to a son, a male child who will rule the nations with an iron scepter, but God snatched him away and took him to heaven. Now, hopefully you can see the imagery God is using here. And I think the imagery really displays two things. The first is this. Satan has been after the destruction of Jesus since before he was born on earth. Remember, he 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 stood and waited for him to be born. He knew the severity of the threat that Jesus would bring. And two, the second thing I think we can take away from this is that the odds seemed impossible. Think about this dragon that God is 
describing here. He's great. He's huge. He's powerful. These horns themselves, they represent power. There are 10 of them, which tells us just the magnitude of his power. And yet, and yet he couldn't touch the baby. He couldn't touch Jesus. But the story doesn't end there. There's nothing that can stop our God. There's nothing that can stop our God. There's nothing that can stop our God. Now, what follows in Revelation is an allegorical account of history, present and yes, even a little bit of the future. We see the imagery of beasts and governments and armies and plagues. We see the wrath of God being poured out across the earth. All the while, we are to remember and hold on to one thing. The dragon couldn't touch the child. So when the odds look against the people of God in Revelation 19, God turns our attention to the baby once again. But he isn't a baby anymore. No, he isn't a baby at all. I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and wages war. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head there are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the Word of God. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen, white and clean, coming out of his mouth as a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. Remember, remember it saying that earlier, this is a callback to that very moment with the dragon. He treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of the God Almighty on his robe and on his thigh. He has this name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The point is this. There is nothing, absolutely nothing that can stop our God, our Jesus. And if that doesn't get you excited, I literally have no clue what will. Let's worship him together with joy this Sunday. Nothing can stand against our God.